It's the season finale of Bull here on AfterBuzz TV. Stay right with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It is the final countdown, guys. It I is did the not choose final. the song. Yeah, well, she loves it. It's the final episode of our <laughs> Bull After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Can you believe it? 23 episodes of Bull this season. It has been a whirlwind, but we have been through it all together. <laughs> and now we got the final countdown. It's the best song that we could have chosen tonight. Am I right? Or I am wanted I right? Will Smith. Right? So yeah, she wanted Will Smith. Tonight. I wanted Miami. Thank you. No, no. Well, okay, okay. All right. It did take place in Miami, but this is our season finale. <laughs> Gotta get pumped about that. We've been through a lot together. It's crazy, it's crazy. Benevolent Deception was the name of the episode, but I am joined by Shay Jones here. Shay, please tell everybody watching where they can find you on social media. Hey guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. Mmm, Shay Butter. And I am Kevin Ellis. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Kevin Ellis. It has been an amazing season. I really do like this show. I don't typically watch a lot of procedural dramas uh, on network TV, but I have to say, this throughout has been solid, and I've enjoyed just about every episode. The season finale, what were your overall thoughts of this season finale? I wanted them to kiss, and I was just like, why? <laughs> like, it was like you know, the opening was there. He's sitting there on the ground. He has a newspaper. Yeah. It There's was... moments that could, like, you know, that could lead up to it. And I'm just like, okay. And actually, I didn't know how she's going to take the whole, you lied to me, you misled me, you deceived me. She took it very well in the end. Because she... she got, like, because I think she, she knew that he did it for in her best interest where everybody, where everybody won except for Gary and Leo. Right. Bull was able to alternate this situation into a win for just about everybody involved except for the drug lord which who is bent out of shape about that <laughs> so so I mean, it was really it was a really good way of uh of of kind of manipulating the situation bull and his tack team did a fantastic job of figuring out a solution to a very real problem in that they were going to put this very innocent woman away in jail for 30 years away from her child who was the individual who tried to really bring to light all of the uh, all of the problems that he was um, all of the problems with the uncle in the first place. He wanted to try and have the DEA catch his uncle, which what did you make of that revelation? The fact that it was the nephew the whole time, Peter. That, I don't know, I think so when you're in a situation like that, and even though you know this is might hurt my mom, in mm-hmm. the same, I think he's like, he's 10 now, so he feels like, you know, he has to be the man for his mom mm-hmm. and he has to protect her, so in that realm he is doing what he needs to do in a way that protects his mother sure like he obviously you know he loves his uncle but still this is my mother and you brought something that was very bad into her house when you swore you wouldn't right that's what right and wrong kind of and as we were led to uh what we ended up finding out later on is that the uh, cecilia cecilia actually had a really very deep past with her brother, as most siblings do, but the fact that she had actually witnessed her own parents being gunned down in Croatia back when they were children, and her brother was the only individual that was there for her. He was the one that was able to get them out of Croatia, away from the refugee camps, to America, and really started a new life for them. So it was hard for her to betray her own brother. 
until she finds out that he betrayed her. And it gave her this ability to to let go and to know full well that she needed to do what was best for her own child. And clearly her child was seeking that out for her uh, for himself and for his own mother. So it was, it was a big deal. And, uh, I mean, to put your brother away in jail for a God knows how long, probably a, a potential life sentence with the amount of drugs that they were uh, dealing with, six kilos of heroin. Years. 30 years, give or take. 30 years of possession, but then you have to figure out, okay, what other charges are going to be brought on to him. We'll see. What will they find if they do a search warrant? Yeah, right, exactly. So it'll be interesting. uh, Well, I don't know if we're going to find out in the next season because we do have a season order next year. But it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, where next season goes. This season finale did not tease anything, didn't have a cliffhanger. Other than the fact that JP could or could not be involved on the TAC team, do you think that she's going to be around next season? I hope so, only because the way they left it out, like the way, you know, she left, you know, see you later, alligator, that leads a lot to, like, now she's free. She can choose the cases she wants to take. Mm -hmm. She can basically make her own next step. And I feel like now that Bull's given that to her, maybe she wants to be in the same building as him mm-hmm. and they can co-work together again when it happens right it, she's a very good attorney very. she knows what she's doing and as much as benny is a part of the tag team and is a great attorney in his own right they have a very very reputable individual in jp nunley and an incredible uh incredible defense attorney and it really adds a lot to the tag team, especially the dynamic and the characters. We've seen over the past three episodes a lot more flirtation, a lot more just general excitement uh, between Bull and JP. There's a little bit of tension. There's I know a- Texas Girl is not in the picture at the moment, probably <sighs> won't be seeing how things are going. We'll see second season as well. We'll see, we'll see. But that face. But that face. How many times did they say that this episode? I want to say he said it like... Four. About, yeah. Four to five. About three, four, five. Yeah. Which is just, I don't know. I find that if I was, no JP, I'm, that's very endearing. Mm-hmm. That, like, I'm just giving him a look and he just picks up on it. I find that very sexy mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> for what to keep saying it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Bull's just, yeah. He's Bull. Bull's smooth. He's, He's very a smooth guy. <laughs> he knows the human psychology. He knows what little, little comments he can throw on in there to make her just swoon over him the whole like him trying to make a joke i was just like how are you not laughing at this like i don't know maybe it's because me like i can only stay serious for so long okay so the fact that she was just super like and i like understand like her focus is like i'm probably i'm mad at you right now i'm really pissed at you still so that could also be why she's like i'm not even trying to listen to your humor mm-hmm. your bad humor or sophisticated humor as he bull says but it was so it was so funny though like he him trying to Lighten the mood between them. That yeah. was really funny. And, and he always he always does that to lighten the mood, to really just kind of deflect everything that happens that he wants to, like he wants to deter. And especially in a situation where you were talking about when when Marissa and he got back from his <laughs> meeting with... Oh, Marissa's trying to duck out real quick. Cecilia, yeah. She's trying to get out of there. <laughs> And JP, like a prosecutor, is asking Bull, where have you been? What have you been up to? Who are you with? And he's just coming up with the best excuses and always using humor to really lighten the mood because he knows that 
he needs to maintain not only a professional relationship with JP, but also a very personal relationship. He does not want to tick her off because he's trying he's trying to win her heart. A little bit. No, thought, he's clearly trying to win her he heart. He is. But I thought you know what that was funny is him and Marissa come back and they see her. And then Marissa tries to take stuff away, but he grabs her wrist and like pulls yeah. her clothes away. Like, you're, like you're I need a, maybe I need a witness. Like, I feel like he, he like really needed a witness to bear what was going on. Like, right. I need you to keep your mouth shut, basically, Marissa, for like the next like two minutes while I try to like dig us out. Uh, it was the best. It was, that was <laughs> the best scene, personally. I just found that so funny. Oh, by far. And Marissa's just like kind of like doing a tennis match between them. Like, with her eyes, she's like... Just an observer, just witnessing the, the potential carnage. But it was funny, because we did not see a lot of the other tag team members. A little bit of Benny, a little bit of Danny. They did some recon work, some investigative uh, work. Actually bribing a guy to bring out some information. 5K? They dropped 5K on some intel. I was a little surprised it's, by especially that Especially if he's an informant and a drug informant at that. Yes, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Only because I just think it really makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Though his Haitian accent is sexy. Uh, and I, I don't sexy. say that a lot. I really don't. I'm just like, okay. okay the You're digging though. it? I'm digging the accent. And it's something because um, when he explained what silence means, and I was like, it means oh, silence. Yeah. Silence. Uh, I took salons, French for two years, salons. so I'm just like, I was like, I took French. <laughs> I was just like, y'all don't know what that meant? Like, in my, I don't know. I was thinking in my head, like, I'm looking at them watching it. You don't know what it means? Leave it to bull. Now you know. Now you know. It means silence in French. <laughs> Learning lessons, guys. Yeah. Bull's all about teaching lessons here. It's all about the lessons. <laughs> Speaking of lessons, having an anonymous jury during a potential drug case. That was interesting. I've never heard of this before. I've never Though heard it's not it surprising. And it's actually... I wonder if they do implement this. I'm sure they implement this in real life at times because... You do have certain cases where there's a lot of potential to have ramifications and payback against jurors who convict an individual who is part of a violent crime syndicate. You would have to think. I just love the excuses. I have a child. I have a child. Yeah, they're coming up with the funniest things. I can't. um, I do drugs. (laughs) I I do drugs. I don't don't think think I'm going to be able to like defend. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was like that. That that was a funny excuse. He was like, "I do drugs, and I don't think I can really be objective since you know the case is about drugs." It was really clever. They were coming up with some funny things, and the the uh, the judge was very, you know, he was pretty lax and understood the gravity of the situation and knew full well that. You know, it was probably in their best interest to put them behind a a wall and use video cameras to be able to broadcast the happenings in the courtroom to the jury. Again, it was very tough for Bull. This is something he had never dealt with. And what did you make of the challenge that he faced in trying to read these individuals during voir dire? For me, that made the entire finale, having something super difficult for Bull that he's never experienced and Mm -hmm. have that be a part of your finale and just watching him like listen to people's voices mm-hmm. and trying to define who that person is based on their lit of voice, their tone, their emotional excessness of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like the the early 20s when he's like like she sounds like she has a lot of sex appeal. Yeah. I, I feel like she has a lot of sex appeal. And the conclusions that he drew just based on that simple fact that she was a little bit more willing to accept a 
a case that might be a little bit more like adventurous, something that would be a little bit more. Um, what did he? What did, what did he say? That what was the specific verbiage? Uh, uh, he said uh, she'd be more open to hearing the truth. That was it. Yeah, honesty. Just simple honesty. honesty. And then the smoker, how she seems to, you know, has such a very public persona of herself, but privately she talks about everybody behind their back. Mm-hmm. And she will not be, basically him saying she will not be objective to the case. Right. She's out. But the, the guy, bless you, girl, she's good inside and out. She's in. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so funny. Yeah, it was it was just overall I think that that was a it was a really good challenge. Marissa was really going off of very little to be able to use their mock jurors. It was like she was just de- de- uh, dealing with people is what she said. She was like, just, we got people that we're assessing. That's all I can say. I mean, they're people. Nobody specific, nothing to go off of, no demographic, nothing. You're just going off of just what you hear. And like just trying to find somebody like early 20s that may have the same sex appeal bull herd or mm-hmm. The, the good woman who's very, like, I bless you, she's kind. I was just like, how would you even find a mock jury mm-hmm. that way? Did you think that this was, when you were putting together just your general thoughts about this season finale, it taking place in Miami, not New York, where we are used to having the finale, or at least having the episodes throughout the series, did you like that, or was it a little distant for you, away from our normalcy? I liked it for what the case was. Okay. Because for me, watching JP through this, you saw her get a little bit more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I love, I like that. Taking them out of the conversation and, and everybody's kind of vulnerable. Bull's uh, vulnerable. Marissa was just observing. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of had to really show and prove kind of who they are for this entire episode. That's what I liked about it. There was a lot at stake because knowing full well that JP had the ability to leave her firm if she won this case, there was a lot at stake for her as an individual, and obviously that got Bull on board because the second that he heard that, he was instantly on her side trying to win the case. Beforehand, he was so reluctant because he knew full well that there was the potential to be getting off a drug cartel leader off of a crime. I mean, he knew full well that he's going to let this guy loose if he doesn't have his sister go against him. So there were all kinds of moral uh, problems that Bull was facing. And this has been a theme since JP has gotten here. Typically, we don't have a lot of inner conflict about whether or not Bull is going to take on a case. Typically, it's pretty clear cut. He knows what's going to go down. He has an idea of what the case is. But in the last couple of episodes, JP has made it a lot more complicated for him morally. Because I think for JP, especially in the, the being the most prominent defense lawyer that she is, mm-hmm. she has to take cases like that. Except for like, also she believes in fighting the good fight for people. So she's not trying to you know do the same business model as Gary's character mm-hmm. in the sense that she's not she it's not going to take drug cartel people I, I really think she wouldn't have done that since he, he wasn't originally her client mm-hmm. she was just brought into it right so do you think if she is around next season do you believe that jp is going to have her own firm or do you think that she's just going to join the tac team as an attorney so that it leaves all of this potential away from the tac team of dealing with the morality of having a client 
who is involved in a situation where they're guilty of a crime and now they're getting pulled, attack team's getting pulled and sucked into it when they know full well that they don't want to take on this case. Is that, a, is that something that Bull is going to want to be a part of all the time? Part of me really wants her to have her own firm just to see the case that she would take of her own choosing. Okay. However, I don't think she... I think for Bull, it's better when they are separate. But I also feel like if she does have her own firm, she's going to call them up. Yeah, and, like, uh, of course. expertise, and I feel like if that she's going to really do, for next season, have her own firm... It's going to be her needing their help. Sure. Because now she knows how they work. And the only reason he took the case that he did was because he owed you three. Yeah. And there's almost no way that she can go back to the way things were because she's seen how Bull works. She's intrigued by this process. She knows full well that it adds something to her arsenal. How could you not have him be a part of your operation if you had him at your disposal? Unless something personal happens between them and then she wants to separate work and her home life which could be a problem that i i feel that i actually agree with that i think jp's not the type that mixes business with pleasure mm-hmm. so i would love to see if that becomes the case how bull's gonna coax her to keep doing both at the same time right it's going to be funny to see whether or not there's some jealousy played in whether or not texas girl does show back up He's trying to make JP a little bit jealous, trying to bring in this other girl into the fray. It could be a could be an interesting plot As much as I want to say, point. I don't think Bull do that. He would definitely do that. He would definitely he would do that. Definitely do that. Like twenty three episodes in, do we know you're going to do it? If you're if, if he, I think I don't think reason I think he would do that is because he's going to want a very you know JP's really still conservative and she kind of keeps everything tight to the vest a mm-hmm. little bit, even though Bull can pull that out. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to do it in the sense that he really just wants to know her feelings. Right. Like, he can gauge, obviously, her feelings, but he won't know unless she tells you. And I feel like it's going to take something really big for her to just, like, explode <laughs> and admit things that are going to happen. Agreed. I'm thinking overall season because I th- think for the most part we have exhausted most of the big things that happened in this episode. For the most part, do you think that there's anything else we do need to hit? Um, Gary Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Stupid. We did have uh, Charlie Samin, who was actually on Brain Dead. He was a series regular on this uh, CBS series Brain Dead last summer. It was a uh, psychological thriller comedy. Actually, it was the after show for that. And uh, Charlie was fantastic, but he was a guest star on this episode. Oh, he played... He played the attorney for the firm. Oh, he played Gary. He played Gary. Uh, but he, yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, I hate lawyers like that. I'm sorry. I, it's I, a little and I understand, sleazy. I can understand their reasoning behind it because that means more money coming to my pocket. And for some lawyers, it's really just all about the money, more so about than about oh, principles sure. and morals. Sure. But the fact that, you know, she she has to deal with that is kind of so sad at the Sh- same time. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, overall, she was able to get out of the situation and not deal with it just because of Bull. Bull I saved love her how he it. took them out to the beach and you really you could barely see them. And <laughs> right? I, that was like, no, that was I think that was seriously smart on his part. He's like, just in case you know, listening devices may be around. Let's go to the beach where it's so much sound from the ocean. Nobody's listening can hear. Oh yeah, you you know full well that he has probably had 
cases like this before. So he knows the precautions. He knows exactly what to do. You don't want to get involved with any kind of leaks. And he wants to protect his team. He's going to do whatever he can. So it was the smart decision to go to the beach, away from all other civilization, <laughs> to talk about I probably like one setting up a drug morning, cartel maybe. to go to prison. So oh, what I found interesting is because Bull maybe took cases like this when he first started. Yeah, I'm sure. So you now get to see like his like intense like his immediate just like I know what's going on like right. instantly. We're like we're in a drug yacht. We're in a drug yacht right now. You wonder how many cases he did have to take on early on in his career that morally speaking he had no choice but to defend these people and get them off their case. But who knows? Who knows? Because he's so picky nowadays, he has that leverage and that ability to turn down cases that he deems morally questionable. So it's it's good for the tag team. It's good for Bull. We get to have mostly a happy ending most of the time. So Just more JP. More, more JP. So you want more JP. I want more JP. I want Texas. Um, okay. I want... Actually, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for you. Why is that? Because you've been just like, we're going to see Hayden Watkins. And right? we didn't see Hayden Watkins, so I actually hope that it's vote for season two. I, you know, I really think, and I'm not going to judge the creative decisions for the most part, but I really felt like that that was a good cliffhanger potential to have this case that we had been hearing about since mid-season. The fact that Benny was possibly going to let this or going to go to jail for wrongly convicting an individual who was a serial killer that in the end was let loose. He is out of prison, we have to assume. So I don't I don't know why we didn't go that route. And maybe they might do it for season two. Maybe they might do it for season two, but I feel like now it's displaced it's like, like two episodes now that was ago that Benny got finale? off. That could be like mid mid-season finale. Sure, I just feel like it was such a such a good potential plot point, and I don't know why they didn't go that route. And what if it could they have gotten people it? excited for next season. What if they open with it. Yeah, you could open with it, but then then you're off with, you know, you know who knows what Benny's doing to the last couple of episodes. I mean, heck, we didn't even see Chunk this last episode. Yes, we did. I mean, we, he didn't have a spe- he didn't have one line in the entire episode. No more Cable. Nor did oh, Cable. Actually, no, I think Cable said something. It was just like a line, though, for Cable. Did, did she? I don't even remember her actually having a, a line, but, you know, the, there's like, so many characters oh, now no, that they can build say, you're off right, of. It was Marissa. That's what it was. It was Marissa. That yeah, was. she was just looking at the computer. She, I don't think she had a line, but there's so much potential, so many characters, so many different routes you can go. Heck, we could have a whole episode devoted to Chunk, a whole episode devoted to, uh, you know, to Cable. Though we did have one Cable episode for the most part where we had her her, her boyfriend this gifts. Yeah. Wes, Wes. Wes something gifts. Like, spontaneously giving gifts. Guys, we know when some, that something's up. Just gonna... <laughs> yeah, that is something that Nadine and you did talk about. Because seriously, you don't just... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love gifts. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a girl. I love gifts, <laughs> however... It's if questionable. I'm, it's questionable when I'm getting multiple gifts in succession because at that point I'm thinking either you're cheating on me, uh-huh. or you. I don't after cheat like I think it's straight to cheating. I really don't. Think <laughs> that's you're doing that's where you're going right away. I don't really. Okay. At that point, like, because you need to make you feeling guilty. Like, mm-hmm. so I need to know what you're feeling guilty about. Right. And my my, my mind is seriously. I don't, I wouldn't think he was playing video games. I would just be like, who are you messing with? And let me know so I can go about my life and I can dump you. Okay. 
I don't do cheaters. <laughs> I don't support it. I I rather you break up with me. Okay, all right. If we're going to, like, I, I feel like that's for like any any female in a relationship. Just break up with her. That goes for girls and guys. Please break up with them. Break up with us so we can move on with our lives. Okay. And we're not doing it for you. That is totally fine. I understand. I respect it. Well, now after that impassioned speech, let's talk about character arcs on the series. For you, <laughs> what was the one character in the entire series that you really enjoyed their character arc throughout the season? I will say mine while you give it a thought, but I thought Benny. I really enjoyed Benny's character arc. I think that they developed him well. I don't want to say bold just because he's the main character. I wanted to go something <laughs> a little bit more obscure, but I think Benny, you know, he took on this role at the beginning where he was the loyal sidekick. He's, you know, Bull's best friend. You find out that he's actually his, you know, his former um, brother-in-law, and then he turns into this guy who's now in a whirlwind of trouble with the U.S. Attorney's Office, and he you know, becomes a little bit more distant, comes back. I just really enjoyed what they did with Benny's character this season, and I, I would like to see more of that with the other characters, especially Cable and, and Chunk. Marissa needs something because now I feel like that they're bringing JP into the forefront more and they're pushing Marissa back, which I don't like as much because Marissa, Marissa's still like Mama Bear. <laughs> and she has that great role, and she really brings that tag team together. And JP's never going to be that. She's, you know, she just doesn't have that. She's too, in the sense, standoffish to people yeah. who are, she thinks are below her in that sense. And I, exactly. and I understand that, like, she's had to rise herself up mm-hmm. through this company to get her name on that wall, to get her name on that statue. Sure. So that's totally understandable, but I feel like it won't transfer over if she did actually join the tag team in the sense that it'll be cohesive. Right, right. Mine is... It's, I want to say Danny, but I want to say Cable. And the reason is one or the other is because Danny, first saw her, she she's this tough person. She and she still continues to be tough mm-hmm. as we get on. But you get to see more softer side of her when she starts to dating someone. And then also going back to her FBI roots, and you learn more about her. You learn that she got involved in the drug scene for a second when she was undercover, which happens. Sure. And her hitting heads with bull. Of just, like, I understand where you're coming from, but you can't do that to me at the same time. <laughs> and for Cable, it was just, Cable was, you know, she's just a hacker. And then we just learned, oh, she used to be in a relationship. And we broke up because of this. And I might not still be a black hat, but I still have ties to the black hat world. Right. And I have a man, and I'm in love, and it's fun, and I get to game with him, and I get to have a job that I love. And then you can see her butt heads with Bull, which I was actually surprised. She really brought it on that last, was it last week? Yes. It was surprising. She really was defiant about her own code and the fact that, you know, there was a lot of humanity to her when she said flat out that, you know, that I could have been the one that was caught in that blast and there was a bombing in last week's episode. She could have been the one that was caught in that blast. You know, and she just, she wasn't dealing with it. She didn't want to defend anybody that was possibly a part of it. Understandable. Understandable. And then, like you said, it's very humanizing for her character as Cable because she can stand up for herself when it comes to that. And she, like, you see her moral code. Like, we we know what Bull's code is. We know what tag team's code is really about. So the fact that we get to see more personal, moral codes for these characters is amazing. And that's what I really loved about um, everybody's character arc, no matter what. Agreed. I I think that this is one of those series that really makes you think, 
about what is right, what is wrong, and where you draw the line in your in your decision making of what is a moral circumstance or not, and where where do you leave room for uh, for the possibility of forgiveness, and where do you leave the possibility of justice? So it is a it is a very um, thought provoking show at times. And I've been overly, uh, I've been entertained throughout. I really enjoy the show. But, I enjoy it too. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts as we wrap up season one of Bull. Final thoughts. It was an amazing season. The show's definitely grown and had its own arc. And I really appreciate it. I'm so happy and I can't wait for season two to see where the writers take it. Mm-hmm. And... More, I'm, I really hope for more co- a cohesiveness between the team. I want to yeah. see more team building in a sense between the TAC members, and I want to see more of Chunk. Yep. I want to hear more of his philosophy, or I just want to see him dressing Danny because that was actually amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Anything <laughs> with Chunk dressing anybody, it's good. It's know great. that it's good. Uh, it was Mark Goffman. He was the showrunner of this season. He is actually no longer going to be the showrunner of Bull in season two. Glenn Gordon Karen is going to be the new showrunner. So we will assume that it is going to take some different trajectory just because somebody else is running the room. So we'll see possibly a, uh, a different trajectory in how the show goes. Though the characters, I'm sure, will re- remain the same. But how the, uh, the plot is built... It'll probably be something different through a different visionary. So Did not know that. We have that to look forward I to. I learned something today, guys. Yeah. So other than that, uh, Shay, please tell everybody where they can find you on social media and if you're doing any other after shows in the coming months. Um, okay, so for the last time for the Bull After Show, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. Um, I will be doing the Carmichael Show starting next week. Tentative on date right now. And maybe Raven's Home on Disney Channel when that starts in July. That's what I'm planning on. And for better or worse for Tyler Fair because I love that show. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, I am Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Kevin Ellis, And I will be on House of Cards starting next week. Love House of Cards. Amazing show. <laughs> so excited. Kevin Spacey and friends. It is going to be incredible. But, guys, thank you all for joining us on this entire season of Bull. It has been a pleasure bringing this show to you throughout the entire season. I can speak for Shay, Nadine, and myself, saying that we have an awesome audience. Thank you for all of your comments and all of your views. Guys, we will see you next season, season two of Bull, hopefully. Take care in the meantime. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 